The story of Sasha and Levi Rodriguez is a love story. A story of great distances, big chances, of failures and learning from it. Of locomotives and flipping houses, most of all, service to others. What connects the story together? Perhaps a lot of coffee. A fabulously friendly and hospitable couple. They are the owners of Jump Shot Coffee and Tyler behind Trinity Mother Francis and UT Tyler. I hope you will come with me and meet Levi and Sasha Rodriguez. Okay, I'm here with uh, Levi and Sasha, Sasha Rodriguez of uh, Jump Shot Coffee. Had to look at the sign to make sure. There I've been go. calling it, it right. I've been calling it Jolt Coffee all week. Jolt, <laughs> yeah. Jump Shot, Jump Start. We get a lot of it. Yeah. yeah but as, lo oh. as long as it wakes you up, that's the big thing. Right? Yeah, that's the important part. Uh, anyway, I was suggested Dotsa. They were the first people on the list that I should go and talk to. So oh, uh, I'll, I'll let them. I'll let them introduce themselves a little more, and we'll get into it. Well, thank you, Isaac, for yeah, having us. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to participate in your podcast. And I'm Sasha Rodriguez, and this is my handsome husband, Levi Rodriguez. We're <laughs> the owners of Jump Shot. Uh, we are new in Tyler. We've been here for about a year and a little bit. And we are a family of five. We have three little ones. This is the fourth state that we live in. <laughs> and uh, together, and we're always on to some kind of adventure. Uh, yeah. Jump Shot being the newest of them, but yeah. for sure not the last one. Okay, so y'all told me a little bit about how y'all met. Yeah. So, uh, and then also, I mean, y'all have only been here a year. So I'm sure there's plenty of adventures to go through till then. So why, sure. why don't y'all tell me, or why don't y'all tell the audience a little bit about... Uh, how y'all met and stuff and Ooh. well as a almost four a decade score ago. and some mini no just kidding not quite that many almost a decade ago no, almost a decade yeah 2013 I, yeah next year will be a decade wow in spain uh what were we doing so uh we were with a uh, missions organization out there um and sasha was on staff i was a student secretly secretly i was hunting a little bit i was looking yeah. for a wife right yeah uh but no i was i was serving and helping people that really needed it yeah yeah we did a lot of neat things from uh feeding drug addict drug addicts in the streets at night to going on to north africa work mm -hmm. with orphanages and kind of go all over spain um doing a bunch of fun work mainly serving people serving communities and uh that's where we got to know each other very well. Yeah. It was a very, like, unique scenario, scenario yeah. because it wasn't like... We didn't start out with a relationship. It was more of a friendship. Yeah. And this is... I, if I may give relationship advice, almost eight <laughs> years married. Know, that, know a person as a friend first and like if you can get them in a horrible environment where stuff is not always perfect then you get to really get to see the fullness of who that person is like we had improv to 14 mile hikes through the sahara desert leaving a salt mine and making our way back to camp and you get to really know a person in that type of scenario yeah it was fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Y'all didn't like try to eat each other or anything. No, during the I mean we <laughs> had... he did cause me to hate him first. Yeah, really. It, but that was strategic yeah. on my part. It was strategic. Yeah. I I can't believe it because when he, uh, when my little brother was like six or seven, that was like we were married for maybe a few months. 
my brother asked him, hey, so how do you get a wife? And I got to witness that. <laughs> and he goes, well, it's simple. You choose three girls that are great friends and that are beautiful. And then you make him all mad at you, <laughs> like pissed at you. And then you go and you ask for forgiveness. And the one that forgives you is, is going to be a good wife material. And I'm like, right. is that really? Because that's so simple. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and my six-year-old brother was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he caused me to hate him at first. And uh, one day... It just made sense. And I'm like, yeah. huh. So, so I, I realized that hate is like, hate is an emotion. And you can shift that emotion either towards positive or towards negative, very simply. But if you hate somebody, then you're thinking about them. Sounds a little uh, American psycho. <laughs> I don't know. It very well could be. It worked, though. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. So... You go from, y'all are uh, in the salt mines of North Africa, Madrid. Where does it go from there? Everywhere. We went everywhere in Spain. And then I was going to take a break from missions yeah. and be in Brazil for a season with my family. He was going to take a break. I was in, in I took a gap year to go yeah. and participate in this program. Um, and then from there, we were both getting ready to part ways. Yeah. And then he decided to create a playlist in my phone. And I'm like, what's this guy doing? So there was the friendship had built up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and from there I was like, okay, I know that there, there could be something more here. And I really wanted there to be something more. So I did what every smart man does. Yeah. I, I pre-proposed. <laughs> he goes, will you be my wife? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? We'd never held hands. Yeah. And no romantic relationship yeah. whatsoever. And I'm like, I think you're out of your mind. Maybe we can stay in touch, but I mean, countries away, who can do that? He's like, yeah, can I build a playlist on your phone? I'm like, sure. Boom. I spent five months listening to that playlist over and over and crying and being like, so, ah. so this like uh, mixture between like Led Zeppelin and uh, 90s grunge. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, no, no. All country. <laughs> all, country. All, all country and a couple of like special love songs, you know, Adele, one and only <laughs> is what you, sealed oh the deal. God, did you yeah. say all country or alt country? No, no. <laughs> all, all country. country. All yeah. yeah. Well, because a lot of the pop hits circulate around the world. But yeah. country is very much American, right? Yeah. And there's some really good, before. good love song, country love songs. Yeah. Like what? What? What era are you coming from? I'm just trying to decide er, how much early two thousands, late nineties. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, think about somebody getting exposed to Tim McGraw's "Don't Take the Girl," right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! And then I went to, you know, go research. And so I'm like, they're very deep. Yeah. You know, and during that time, we were like talking almost every day and just falling in love and love we'd never held hands at that point he'd pre-proposed never held hands but we just knew we wanted to be with each other for the rest of our lives and then yeah. i came visit two weeks later i was uh wearing a ring engaged yeah. so we, we talked a little bit about where you were from i believe uh where where were you from originally i was born and raised in colorado colorado and I'm like quasi country boy. I grew up with 
12 acres you know we had four wheelers yeah um, a horse lots of weeds <laughs> and uh, I had a very unique upbringing because mm-hmm. we were only 30 minutes away from downtown Denver and we mm-hmm. went to a church in downtown Denver that was very very um, diverse to say the least we had nuggets players all the way down to homeless people sitting across from each mm-hmm. other in the pews and being raised in that environment going to um, summer camps like arts in the hood like it was it was awesome I, I wouldn't trade it for anything yeah um and and it just caught me it it allowed me to expand mm-hmm. really who i was and understand like okay you don't have to just be a certain type of person if you like country music but you also like hip-hop you know, you can, yeah. we're all just people. People are just people. Yeah. So, uh, you, you come back after a year, you're engaged to a person you've never hold, ha- yeah. held hands with. Uh, were y'all allowed to ha- hold hands after that is the first question. And <laughs> <laughs> he almost did it because he came late to pick me up at the airport. Oh my God. And, uh, I wanted to give her the full experience on that, honestly. And it was probably not a good idea. Like, I brought my dad's dually. I wanted to get flowers. Trying to park a dually at an airport (laughs) was was just not a bad, not a good decision to start with. I almost thought that he was like, okay, he changed his mind. But he he Uh, Just late, yeah. So so what year is this again? 2013. 2014. 14? Okay. It was six months before our wedding. Yeah. So, uh... What, what, what's uh, what's the next adventure after there? Because you said you've lived in a bunch of states before. Yeah, here. so he had to go back to college in Montana. So I spent... I had I, a short stint in New Mexico. I was wrapping up an internship as she was coming in. Yeah, I was supposed to come for about three weeks and a half. Two weeks in, I had a ring in my finger. And he was like, well, we, I'm not letting you go back. So <laughs> yeah. we got finders go. keepers. He had to to go back to Montana to finish his degree. He was in the middle of nowhere in northern Montana, mm-hmm. and he was thirty like, miles south of the Canadian border, yeah. out in no man's land. Yeah. So we tried moving up there, but I couldn't find my housing, and so we just decided to get married right away and go back after. So got married six months after I came. When back up there he finished his degree got a job so our first son was actually born there because we got pregnant three months into marriage in montana uh-huh mm-hmm. on college campus <laughs> yep he I was think. born on the campus yeah. born on the campus at yeah. home <laughs> yep it was rough yeah so uh after uh the uh plains and snow Mo- of no, montana. can i say something yeah here? northern ahead. montana University, I feel like my son should have the right to a full scholarship. <laughs> I totally feel like he should. They don't have like a little statue. Or student loan forgiveness is still good for me too. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so Montana and then he graduated, got a good job in California. We went there, had our daughter very, there. Very unique degree too. I specifically went to this school for diesel technology. And what I wanted to do is go back and get a higher paying job with a company working on locomotives. And that's what I did for two years. After Montana, got my degree, went to go work in Northern California on the railroad, fixing yeah. 4,400 horsepower locomotives. Pretty cool. How do you work? Because I mean, like just every single aspect of a locomotive 
is heavy. Yes. So, like, yeah. how, how do you work on that without... Uh, I, I see you've got all your fingers as of now. I, and, by God's <laughs> grace, I still have all my fingers and toes. Yeah. So how are you? How are you moving the parts to work on that and stuff? It, oh, a lot, just, of, a lot of forklifts. I mean, you have to put them down in, in smaller stuff. They're a yeah. lot more complex and simple in a lot of ways. Like yeah. big old engines, but then a lot of electronics. I don't want to bore you with all that. Work a lot of it's computer work. Oh, computer. And that's that's where I kind of specialized in. Yeah, it was more the the computer because a lot of people would put random stuff on it and then the locomotive wouldn't work so you'd have to go figure out what they did and undo it yeah 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 so and then we started missing family in colorado mainly his family because as all this happens my family is in spain yeah uh my parents lived there up until last year Mm -hmm. and we had a first baby second baby decided to move back to colorado to at least be close to his family they're a very very tight together family tight knit. yeah yeah open uh, family yeah. ton of people it's super fun went back to colorado of course had our colorado baby and oh you skipped the california baby no i did say that oh did you yeah did or you? bella or a girl was born in california sorry bella so montana boy <laughs> california girl and uh, then the Calif- went to colorado. California. california girl uh-huh. <laughs> she's adorable went back to colorado and as we made a transition something that was screaming inside of us this whole time finally we allowed it to happen which is start our first business mm-hmm. which was a marketing agency digital marketing it was back in the day that ty lopez was hitting everybody with his here, here in my, my garage, garage ad with his rented lamborghinis and things so we're like okay we can do this uh, we started it in california but wanted to expand it in colorado and it was actually our first failed business, which was awesome. Caused us a lot of <laughs> tears. Painfully awesome. Uh-huh. But I think it's important to have some businesses that fail. Yeah. Because yeah. once you see what fails, you kind of start to figure out what doesn't, you know, and then you start to open your path. So you go from, you said the first failed business. Uh-huh. So we've, we've got at least two in there. So, what's the next failed business? And how did you fail differently from the first one you learned from? <laughs> okay, so, uh, the first actual one didn't, didn't quite start. So, the first... So, here's the thing. We wanted to be real estate investors. Mm-hmm. So, we said, oh, let's be real estate investors. And then we're like, okay, how, how can we be real estate? Mm-hmm. So, we set that apart. And then we opened the online uh, marketing that went great for a little bit and then entirely failed in California uh, as soon as we moved to Colorado. And then we were like, okay, let's go back to working. He went to wait tables at where? Olive Garden. Olive Garden, yeah. And That's where the black shirt's from. It is, actually. Really? <laughs> it's from Sam's. <laughs> Super salad, baby. Um but then we actually got into real estate for for real i went back to nursing i'm a nurse uh and as we were doing that having a third kid we actually figured out our way into real estate and uh started flipping houses and that thing started growing we're actually currently doing it here in tyler too yeah and uh there isn't like a fully failed second or second business is is real estate 
Yeah. It We've kinda... had a lot of small like MLM type stuff. Mul- oh, yeah. Multi-level marketing. Not anything that we officially went and incorporated. This yeah. was our first formal incorporated business that just tried to sell stuff on Amazon. Yeah. Like yeah. we we bought into Everything. it all. <laughs> we just throw a, a ton any, of spaghetti just any trying to get YouTube it. YouTube ad you got at the beginning. Is oh yeah, my that's God. a good. Got to try it. Got to try. They it. target you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and then uh, pandemic hit. It got really complicated in Colorado. We're like, hey, um, let's find our way somewhere else. And ba- God ba- just brought us here. God did bring us here. Yeah. Steering back to one of the things that changed from the first failed business, I realized that I didn't have a whole lot of skills. Like I wanted to be an operator, but I didn't have the skill set to go out and sell my product. I was like Mm. thinking more like a technician in some senses. Like I knew, I'll use locomotives as an example. I can go and troubleshoot it. I know how to do the inner Mm -hmm. workings and had very specific knowledge on how to make the thing work. But to go out and sell services to somebody, that's an entirely different skill set than like working on a locomotive versus selling services to work on a locomotive. Mm -hmm. Does it make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. No, it's engineer's mindset versus exactly, exactly. Uh And that's that's kind of the transition from having the business to going to Olive Garden to learning how to interact with people Mm -hmm. and growing that, and then from there taking a sales job. Just wondering, was Olive Garden part of the learning how to interact. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I I realized that I needed to develop more of my interpersonal skills mm-hmm. to be able to really connect with people. Yeah, and then also learn what I needed to say and not needed to say. I sales. realized you needed to learn more the day you proposed to me out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, this guy doesn't the, understand. The nice, the nice thing is, is when you're clear on what you want, you tell people what you want, and sometimes <laughs> yeah. it works, like, and sometimes you're crazy. <laughs> Hey, uh, it's been a journey. And even like working a job at Olive Garden mm-hmm. or me working as a nursing assistant in oh, Montana, yeah. like everything we've done from the smaller things to the bigger things, it was always in the perspective of like, we're going to apply this at some point for us in our own business, something that mm-hmm. will serve our children and our children's yeah. children. And alongside with that, somebody else in the world that's entirely unrelated because you we can't we can't not be part of missions yeah in a way shape or form right mm-hmm. so it's, it's our foundations really the goal yeah. is always like to generate income to reinvest into other people's lives and to create a change yeah. so so was was that just something ingrained to y'all like from y'all's family or a lot of it i would say is faith like yeah. our foundations mm-hmm. what what really when I say foundations, I mean in the truest form, but for the example, like a house, you can't build a beautiful house without a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. So foundationally, we are givers. We believe mm-hmm. in helping people and incorporating that into every aspect that we possibly can and still having something, a, a way to use a business to generate income. Like we always knew that that was possible. Jump shot is one of the first ways that we've been able to do it very, very practically and tangibly. Yeah. We're actually kind of incorporated in the business. Yes. It is. It is. And the goal is to inspire other people to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. Because like we're not a nonprofit. None of our businesses is a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. But all of our businesses, uh, real estate, even marketing, uh, jump shot have impacted other 
causes because like you don't need to be a nonprofit. You don't need to be, you know, Red Cross or yeah, like yeah. a small place. As, like there's 35 kids in Uganda that they all get fed at school. They all get their schooling paid for. They all get, you know, food on the table. And like if there isn't people, small people willing to donate smaller amounts, I would say over half of what's done in the world isn't done yeah. because it's not all the big organizations that go a lot of times the, the, the big organizations, they take, you know, a chunk of the money that's donated. Yeah. Like these people, there's a lot of people that rely on small people, families, smaller donations that contribute all to a cause. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to go more into sure. that. Uh, but I guess, so y'all, you said last thing you said, y'all went from Colorado to here. So, how did you make that decision? Because one guy I talked to a couple of weeks ago, he said, like, literally, I just looked at a map and said, I'm going here, and this is where I end up. Was there any strategy? Was there family? Was it, was a, it was a very interesting time in Colorado. Um, it was a very... It was hard for me, personally, because mm -hmm. it was a decision where we had made the transition from Northern California back to Colorado to be closer to family. And then after COVID and all the riots and everything in Denver, um, it became a place where it didn't seem like the right place to raise a family. It didn't seem like a safe environment. And we started to look at different places to where we could start businesses, continue our real estate investing, open mm -hmm. up more businesses, looked at Florida, lots of different places like that. And ultimately it, it came down to us like praying and asking like, God, give us some direction. We don't feel like this is where we're supposed to be, mm -hmm. but we don't know where supposed to be is. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of just had to pick a place. We picked yeah. Tyler. Don't ask me why. I, I <laughs> It was, we, we wanted to come down here uh, for a school, one of the private schools. Well, yeah. 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 There Bro is which, a. Which one? Brook Hill. Brook Hill. Yeah. Another YouTube advertisement. Got a hit list <laughs> stuff. Like, I'm they telling read you. your mind. It's, I'm telling it's divine. You. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. It's scary. Um, yeah, so we're like, hey, good. okay, let's, let's get up and let's get down on the road. So we got up and got on the road that same day. Yeah. We're like, huh, let's go. Everything is shut down anyway. So yeah. no school, no nothing. So, so did y'all move to Tyler or did y'all move to like Bullard area? Tyler. 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 Yeah. Okay. We're right down here, down the road. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm down the road from Brook Hill. So I was just oh, okay. Oh, cool. yeah. Did you go <laughs> to Brook awesome. Hill? No, no. Okay. I was, I, I actually moved here five years ago. And uh, I was actually a homeschooled boy. That's why I'm so awkward, you know. Oh, no, you're not at all. I think Man, it's awesome. Man, you can't be awkward and have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so, We moved here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Already had in mind that we were going to continue to invest in real estate. Mm -hmm. So as soon as we... Uh, as soon as we uh, stepped in here, we, we said, hey, no. We're going to start a business. Took us maybe three months to get into our first flip here and rent this place and be like, hey, how do we turn this bank into a coffee shop? Even, even this was... So, a so this was like y'all's first like real estate investment sort of thing. Here. Yeah, we in, got in two some at senses, once. Yeah, it was yeah. here it was in a, the house that we flipped by yeah. the airport. Simultaneously, uh -huh. yeah. So, And this was even a unique thing too. Like this was a, a godsend, if you will. We... I was looking at another place on the other side of the street on um, 
can't remember. I'm just drawing a blank. We looked at so many places. They and, thought we were crazy. And and I was like, this would be a great place for a coffee shop. We want to have drive through. How is there not a coffee shop yeah. right next to the two largest hospitals in East Texas? Yeah. And um, after speaking with a the broker, they said, no, that's not possible. There's no way you can do this. What you're looking for is a unicorn. And I was like, well... Matter of fact, we found a couple unicorns before, and we plan on finding another one. Yeah. yeah. And that same Three day, hours later, we found, we found this, this spot. Yep. Called the number, and it'd been closed for a few years. We were like, "Yeah, let's do it." So, why why coffee? Like, because coffee hasn't come up in this story before. Coffee is a trillion dollar industry to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, much less behind hospitals. Mm -hmm. And when you're new in a community and you want to get plugged in, it always helps if you're, you know, in some way doing business. But it always helps if it's the type of business where your customers just come in to have a good time, right? So yeah. we've used it a lot as, of course, a source of income. There's not a whole lot of income when you are brand new opening a coffee shop, mm -hmm. but you the 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 doors that it opens to connect yeah. with the community are huge like we've met so many cool yeah. and amazing people through this mm -hmm. and it's just so fulfilling yeah it's super cool That's and i think the other aspect too is coming out of colorado god forbid that we ever have another pandemic or closures or anything like that especially in east texas but we wanted something that was covid proof pandemic proof yeah. and coffee for whatever reason is well, a necessity you got a window right here right? nobody's gonna <laughs> so, let coffee go away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's everybody's favorite yeah drug, so right? it's <laughs> like hey let's start a coffee shop socially acceptable addiction exactly yeah. Yeah. let's get connected with people and let's put a cause that we were already supporting as a family ever since the pandemic started mm -hmm. which was the orphanage we were donating part of our flips but we're donating like personally as well. We're like, let's do that. And then we're like, boom, a big old mural in the yeah, back. Yeah. So people know. So people ask. And we can be, you know, telling people, start whatever you want to start and put a cause behind it. Like your, you know, nine to five job, put yeah. a cause behind what you do. And it doesn't, serve somebody. It doesn't have to necessarily just be monetarily either. Exactly. You can, you can give of your time. If you're a business looking to do something like for purpose, like what we do, um, you can hire people who would be otherwise not hireable or maybe not looked at the same way like criminals or felons or whatever. Yeah, like, look at Tom's shoes. Mm -hmm. You buy a pair, they donate a pair. Look at a bunch of therapists nowadays. There, there are so many of them donating their time because there is the need. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. We're at a depression and anxiety level that this nation's never experienced before. And so there is need. There is need. If you open your eyes, there's a need. If you want to go, say, elephants, there is a lot of torturing. Going, like, every direction you look, there is going to be a need there where you, where your small business can make a difference. Yeah. And th I think that is a thing. Like, people think everything needs to be on a grand scale, especially yeah. when it comes to you know the mm -hmm. charity work and stuff mm -hmm. where government 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 yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> government or uh organizations or, or yeah. yeah or not even non-profits uh what's his name bill gates or whatever yeah <laughs> which i won't get into him oh no um, <laughs> so uh so tell us a little bit about the uganda thing like y'all said y'all were 
uh, donating to the orphanage before. How'd y'all find out about that? Like, what exactly are they doing there and mm -hmm. everything? So the orphanage is actually helping children. We'll rewind it back a little bit and tell a little bit more of this story. The mother and father, I guess, if you will, the mother of the children, overseer, however you want to call it, mm -hmm. uh, was a child who was sponsored through another organization. I don't know what the name of it was specifically. I can't remember right now. Doesn't matter. Um, but she received sponsorship, was allowed to go to school because of that, and um, decided that, hey, this really impacted my life. I want to do the same thing for others. Mm -hmm. And from that, she was able to reach out to us through social media. We connected and uh, did a little bit of due diligence with them. And then we started supporting them. Yeah. Yeah. So... How did how did she reach? How did she find Instagram. out? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. YouTube. Didn't exist was this yet. <laughs> YouTube? <ads>? No. <laughs> uh, so so was this after y'all started the coffee shop? Because you were saying something before. No, it was so, twenty twenty. So was it was it just kind of known that y'all did charity work and stuff like that? Or I woke up on my birthday and I had a message in there from Alice Namuyaba. And I'm like, okay, who is Alice Namuyaba? Is she running an ad on me? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she goes, hi, I am Alice from I Am Children Foundation. And we, this is March 2020. And all of a sudden, we've lost a lot of our support. Mm -hmm. And I'm just reaching out. She had maybe 100 followers, like very small account. We're looking for people that are willing to help us. Sent a few pictures and I'm like, hmm. I kind of want to see if this is a scam because yeah. if it isn't, it kind of be neat to give for my birthday. And so... Which birthday was it? It was when we went to North Dakota 2020. So it's turning... I'm not going to say how... <laughs> it was uh, a significant birthday and it, it just shows a lot of her heart. And this is one of the reasons why I'm very grateful that I got to marry this amazing woman because yeah. rather than re like receiving on her birthday she wanted to give yeah. and to sell into others so we agreed to facetime yeah at uh, this time that day we're like okay facetimed they had baked a cake for me and i'm like <laughs> wait there's some kids in uganda that wrote my name happy birthday sasha on a cake that they probably don't have a whole lot of money to be eating or else they wouldn't be asking for help. But they take a moment to bake a cake. Like, it was crazy. It rocked our world. Yeah. And we're like, hey, we really want, like, instant love. We want to partner with you guys. So as a family, we, um, we donated to them. And then the proceeds from one of our flips at that time we sent to them as well and they're able to like dig two ponds now they grow their own catfish tilapia whatever in there yeah. they opened up a place where the girls can go and sew and that's a little bit of revenue too as they get older like learn a trade and stuff and uh we it's it's just begin like it's been two years and a half when we uh, decided that we're going to open Jump Shot, we're like, hey, we're totally putting that cause behind what we're doing. Like, we didn't even have to ask each other, hey, what do you think? It was, like, obvious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, from day one, people know what we... Like, we were literally, like, practicing 
training baristas and we weren't open and people would knock on the door are you are you guys open yet no but come in we'll serve you some practice coffee so if it's not good you know they're still practicing uh and people were like tell me about you oh you know there is this mission behind what we do how do i donate like people donating there's a donation jar here because we couldn't charge them for coffee we're practicing and people were donating already. Yeah. yeah. And so it's been an incredible, incredible journey. So I guess because you're talking about the practice coffees. Yep. I didn't mention like bracing anywhere in, you know, this long story. So was this also y'all's practice or did y'all have... We didn't know how to brew espresso. No, <laughs> no way. No. Big drinkers. Yes. Yeah. But so I think it's... Talking it's about the, like, the journey. I, I drink enough beer to know how to make it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, it, it was. It's part of the journey. Like um, being able to be blessed enough to be able to travel the world, develop a palate, and start to taste different mm-hmm. things, different cultures. Mm-hmm. She was born in Brazil, raised in Spain the second half of her life. Like we have very distinct palates. We know what tastes good, what doesn't. We know yeah. what our preferences mm-hmm. are. And being in Olive Garden taught me the foundations of food service and like Mm -hmm. what are people really looking for how should you train people yeah Yeah. i got to sample so much food man so (laughs) much food the best job the best job of my life but they also taught me like okay this pairs well with this one okay so i made those connections and we implemented a lot of that in the his training dream process, job, yeah. sorry, baby. His dream job is to be one of those judges at HGTV. No, not, <laughs> not HGTV. H- food food network. network. Yeah. <laughs> be like eating, you know, five meal courses twenty times a day, yeah. <laughs> then judging it. Feel free to reach out. Maybe food one day. I'm ready. Yeah. Food network. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything before y'all do like y'all's y'all's plugs for y'all's uh, business? And uh, the orphanage, because I want to find out specifically which charity that is and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is there anything else y'all like to say about the shop or y'all's journey? or? You know, if you want to do, like, I want to build a big, tall building one day. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But I believe, and so should everybody, believe that every little step of the way mm. will contribute to what you're doing maybe in 10 years we we underestimate what we can do in a year and we overestimate what we can do in five like five year you know like it's the same oh by the end of the year i want to have a six pack well you're overestimating what are you doing on your weeks you know weekdays day in day out like so we see these little days these little projects as something that one day will lead us to something and like i want to build a big building it might be here it might be elsewhere but uh the coffee tower oh my god i it might be you know the rodriguez tower in tyler um but yeah so this is kind of what this is who knows where it's going to take us did you want to add anything to it yeah i'd say just i think your past doesn't disqualify you Mm. and uh (laughs) from somebody who came from working on locomotives to having a coffee shop like you can't connect those two right yeah but it's you drink a lot of coffee. I do drink a lot of coffee. I mean, something about beer. I, I don't. <laughs> We're a little insane. lost there. But with with that, the main thing that I would say is, it doesn't matter where you've come from, what you've been through, like difficulties, good things, whatever. 
if you have a dream, if you have a goal, just continue to push. Like, innovation comes from navigation through crazy waters. Yeah. Yeah. So, now's the time for plugs. Uh, tell everybody what y'all's place is, how to connect with y'all, yeah. where to find y'all. So, we're Jump Shot Coffee. Find our Instagram at jumpshot.coffee. I think that's how the frame <laughs> uh, It's right here. Jumpshot at jumpshot.coffee. Follow us. Stay up to date. Can, he does lives can, all the time. Yeah, you can come and taste the best coffee at 734 South Fleshel Avenue, uh, Caddy yeah. Corner to the Heart Hospital. It is. Uh, we're open from 6 a.m. until 5... Sorry. 6 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. <laughs> And we close uh, a little bit earlier on Sundays at 2. Uh, and the uh, orphanage. What, what's the name of that one again? What? I Am Children Foundation. I Am? I Am Children Foundation what? in Kampala, Uganda. Okay. Kampala is it, the capital it, of is Uganda. Is Instagram the best way to get to that? Or uh, They don't they really have an Instagram. Like, this is it's serious. Yeah. Like, the mom over there, Alice, she has her Alice Damboyaba instagram and yeah. you can find her it's just alice underline namuyaba with y and she posts in there nothing super fancy like the, she doesn't have time so, so the best way is just to come and drink coffee here. yeah come right? drink coffee so yeah we we donate <laughs> a percentage of our net proceeds every month we send out just as if we were paying a bill yeah so the more that you come drink coffee here donate. Mm -hmm. yeah. the more we donate our rougher months was Roughly over 1%. We've gotten to donate 3%. And the goal is to donate, you know, a lot more. Yeah, 10, just, 20, who yeah. knows? We actually want to take a group of people down to Uganda with us at some point. We were aiming for spring next year, but our, our plans have changed a little bit. Uh, as we have our fourth baby on the way. Well, congratulations. Uh, thank, you. thank you. Texas baby. Yeah, yeah. we have a Montana, See, this is California, one right here. Colorado, yeah. and Texas baby. Uh, anyways, uh, but we wanted to take, we are going to someday take yeah. a group of people down there to show them, the kids, what we do. Like, we would love to buy them because they live on rent right now. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they pay around $250 a month of rent in their currency. Um, buy them a piece of land where they can build their house and, and like actually host. There's so many kids that live in the streets down yeah. there. Yeah. There's a huge need. Uh, but we try to tackle both. So a lot of people know us because of Uganda and the orphanage down there. And they don't know that we actually also have the Lover City uh, uh, initiative yeah. where we do things for Tyler right here. Okay, well, go ahead and talk about that then. You want to talk Let's about Lower City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can transition. Yeah. We can transition. Let me get a little drink really quick. Oh, no problem. I'm just going to keep recording. Did you? If, if you want to talk, you can. Yeah, did you get the Lover City sticker? Uh, I think I've got it in my backpack, actually. Is it the one y'all gave me? Yes. Okay, then yeah, it should be in my backpack. There was a shirt. There was some tote bags hanging in here. So, Lavar City is uh, because, you know, like, you want to do something to help. Why, why can't you split a little bit, right? Something yeah. goes toward a cause our, that Our we big love. thing is just to, like, we want this to be not just a flagship store, but a flagship ideology, if you will. Mm. We want businesses to come and take action. And as small business owners, we know how 
difficult it is to manage time and make impact and whatever. We've got yeah. families. We've all got things so, going. So now you've found out that we started a cult. Oh, okay. It's the love, love your neighbor. Like, it, it, he can be, you know, in Uganda. They're at least or, like a commune or something. Yeah, <laughs> right here. Find somebody. It can be your neighbor as well that you can love and be serving. So we do that. We've done things for Mother's Day. Yeah. We just finished uh, raising uh, school supplies for Bell Elementary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're giving discounts to whoever dropped some uh, school supplies right here. And... Uh, we're just always looking for opportunity, honestly. Like, it's not really... Nobody's going to get rich out of, you know, opening a little coffee shop in Tyler. Yeah. But it's like like the, the feeling of, like, we're, we're inspiring other people to yep. do that, for one. And we're impacting lives through mm-hmm. what we do. It's so cool. Yeah. So, uh, if people want to help out with that, y'all said y'all were trying to get other businesses involved and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our initiative, our goal is to start to network initially, yeah. but from there we want to do training. I'm just taking action. So many people have so many great ideas that die on the back burner of their life mm-hmm. and yeah. just taking action. Like we all have ways to meet needs around us. Even if it's as simple as helping the elderly neighbor take out her trash that struggles moving her 50 80 gallon trash can back yeah. and forth and yeah. like making a difference with and, what we and have. I don't think a lot of people realize how much of an impact that can have oh, yeah. uh, on somebody's life Just, like bringing a meal you know yeah. it's it's easy yeah. nobody has an excuse it's not hard to make your neighborhood better right yeah. exactly yeah. there's no excuse well i've had a great time talking with y'all thank so y'all did for we. Uh, Thank y'all for sitting down with me and everything. This it's beautiful, Isaac, yes, thank what you you're so doing. Much. Thank, thank you for you. the opportunity. Hi, I hope you enjoyed listening to the interview. And if you did, go ahead and just like and follow or whatever it is on the platform you're listening to. That just helps me reach more people. Thanks. I saw you just do that. You're pretty neat.